0: Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with some new favorites for you from our latest book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Dog Really Did That. This book is coming out next week on August 8th. And as usual, it's filled with 101 amazing stories. And I must warn you, they are going to make you want to jump in your car and drive to the nearest shelter and adopt a dog. At the end of this podcast, I'm going to share with you how you can win a free signed first edition copy of the book. Now, if you've listened to this podcast for a while, you know that we're passionate about rescue dogs and cats at Chicken Soup for the Soul. We feature them in our books, and we always pay special attention to the categories That are most often left behind in the shelters, and that's the black dogs and cats, the senior dogs and cats, and the pit bulls. And what we learn from all these stories about adoptions is that it's never a one-way street. Everyone tells us how much their adopted dogs and cats contribute to their lives, and how often they feel their rescued pet really rescued them instead. Gwen Cooper tells us about her remarkable dog in a story about the time that Gwen injured her foot in gymnastics class when she landed on the spring at the edge of a trampoline. She would end up having surgery, and then she would be on crutches for three months. The first day home after the surgery, Gwen got out of bed, and using her crutches, she made her way to the bathroom, and her terrier, Buddy, who was glued to her side, followed her. And the weird thing is, he wasn't using his right rear leg. He was only walking on three legs. Gwen asked her husband if, while she was in the hospital, he had noticed the dog getting injured. And he said, No, the dog had been fine. And they felt Buddy's leg and it felt normal. And he didn't seem to have any pain as they were touching the leg. But he continued to use only three legs. So they decided they'd take him to the vet if he didn't improve in a few days. In the meantime, Buddy became the most helpful dog. They knew he was smart, but he was remarkably observant, too. One morning, one of Gwen's crutches slipped on the dog blankets because they were by the side of the bed. And the next morning, when Gwen got up, she discovered that Buddy had realized what had happened the day before, and he had dragged the dog blankets to the corner of the room so they would be out of her way. And he continued to do that every morning while she was on crutches for those three months. Buddy would also block Gwen's other dog from getting too close to Gwen if she was going up and down the stairs because that other dog had a tendency to just run right in front of her and that dog could have knocked her down. So Buddy would stand at the top of the stairs at the bottom of the stairs and keep that other dog from getting in Gwen's way. Buddy's leg, though, never seemed to improve. The vet had checked it and x-rayed it and there was nothing wrong with it. But for weeks, Buddy avoided walking on that leg. And the vet said that maybe Buddy was just being empathetic. Maybe he wasn't using one of his legs because she couldn't use one of hers. Gwen and her husband thought that was astonishing, and they didn't really believe it. But sure enough, after three months, on the very day that Gwen finally got off her crutches, Buddy resumed walking on all four legs. Alice McGee tells us about her dog, another natural healthcare care aide. Alice hadn't wanted this dog, but her son had insisted, claiming that he would do all the work and he would learn responsibility from having a dog. So they adopted a Golden Retriever Yellow Lab Mix, and they named her Sandy because she was so light. But as happens, Alice's son eventually moved out, and the dog stayed behind with her. She had ended up being really huge, by the way, 84 pounds, but she was really sweet. And Alice opens her story by telling us that she was lying on the floor after falling out of her chair while reaching to pick something up. The reason she was lying there, crumpled in a heap and unable to move, was because she had just had a double mastectomy. She couldn't yell loud enough for her husband to hear her because he was out in the garage using power tools. And she couldn't stand up because she needed something to grab onto. And then all of a sudden, Sandy, that puppy, which was now a full-grown dog, was there licking her face. And then Sandy figured out what to do. Without any prompting from Alice, that dog walked over to the kitchen table, pulled out a heavy wooden kitchen chair by using her teeth, and then pushed that wooden chair across the room to where Alice lay on the ground. And then the dog positioned the chair just right so that Alice could grab onto it and pull herself back up. Alice couldn't believe it. Her dog was a natural health care aide and a hero. But as soon as Sandy had brought her the chair, what did the hero do? She just lay back down on the rug and took a nap. So that's a sneak preview of our new book, Chicken Soup for the Soul. The dog really did that. If you want a chance to win a free signed copy, a first edition, I'll mail it to you anywhere in the United States. Here's what you have to do. Follow me on Twitter if you haven't already. My handle is at Amy Newmark. And then retweet any of my tweets about this podcast. By the end of the day on August 3rd, I'll pick five people at random who have retweeted. And I'll let you know if you're one of the winners. And then you'll give your address to our webmaster, and I'll sign a book and send it off to you. I want to tell you about another exciting feature at Chicken Soup for the Soul. If you go to our website, chickensoup.com, and you click on the podcast button, you'll see all the books that are featured on this week's podcast, and you can click on our new dog book, and you can read more about it. Come back for our next episode on Friday. I'm going to introduce you to Dr. Kwan Stewart. He's a veterinarian for American Humane, And you may know that we often use our books as fundraisers for nonprofits. And American Humane, which has been looking out for the safety and welfare of animals for 140 years, will be receiving royalties from the new dog book that I mentioned today. And Dr. Stewart will be explaining some of the things that American Humane does, including what they do to respond to natural disasters where they swoop in there and help reunite people with their lost cats and dogs.